This happened many years ago before the age of cell phones, pagers, and even online dating. I believe I was about 21 years old at this time. Their answering machine, if you had one, worked off a tiny cassette tape. I knew this girl, Deanna, in high school. She was much too pretty and exotic to be interested in me, let alone even know that I existed. She was tall, of Spanish descent, and she had long flowing black hair, a beautiful smile, and the sexiest voice you can imagine. Oh, her voice. It was just the right amount of raspy that you might hear from a blues singer. I would see her walking in the hallways and sometimes in my classes. And it always made me weak in the knees. Keep in mind, I still had no game. High school graduation came and went. A few more years passed and I ran into her while working at a local department store. We stopped for a moment as we realized that we knew each other. I was extra surprised that Deanna actually remembered me. Somehow I mustered up the courage to ask her to lunch and even more surprised when she said yes. We traded phone numbers and a few days later we got together. Being the nerd that I was, it was a great success as we traded stories and ended, ended up having a good time. After a few more dates, I finally kissed her. This was indeed a banner day as it was my first real kiss. One of our dates was to a, the Phoenix Zoo. It was a beautiful spring day in the middle of the week, so there weren't as many people there. We were walking around, holding hands and having a great time. Around the corner of this particular walkway, there was an ungodly noise like none I've never heard before. Curious as to what it was, we both hurried around the corner to see where the turtles display was. Lo and behold, there were two turtles having sex, and the noise was coming from the fella on top. We turned a little red, started laughing, and went along our way, hoping to give them a little privacy. A few months later, at the end of the summer, she quit talking to me and would not return my phone calls. This came from out of the blue. Now, I was perplexed as I don't recall a fight or an argument that might have led up to this. Back then, all we had was an answering machine, a visited person, or a letter in the mail. After a week or two of trying to contact her, I said, to hell with this, and quit trying. I didn't forget her right away as she was still on my mind. It would take a while to forget someone like her. While I was thinking about how to put some closure on this wonderful chapter in my life, I had a brilliant idea. This was how the official blow-off letter came to be. It started out very formal and legal sounding, to the best of my ability of course, as I spelled out the reasons for and my feelings about it. It filled up a whole page. I wished her well and hand-delivered the letter. Of course, no one was home, so I just stuck it in our mailbox. The letter went something like this. Dear Deanna, I sure would like to understand the reason you are no longer speaking to me. There is not a fight nor a crossword that I can recall we had. Your behavior is completely unexpected, and you have ignored my messages and notes for the past three weeks. It is sad that you won't step up and tell me what is wrong. With that in mind, this letter is to let you inform you that you have been officially blown off. I will no longer call, write, or try to contact you in any fashion. I hope that you are okay and there is some sort of logical reason for you acting this way. However, if you should come across a lake on your travels, please feel free to jump in. After that, I still tried hard to forget about her. 
because we lived in nearby neighborhoods, it was possible, but not probable, that I might run into her again. Then one day, the probable happened. In the checkout line in front of me at the grocery store, there she stood. I could not believe my luck. Now, what do I do about it? Not wanting to make a scene or anything else that might create drama, there were only a few choices possible. I could slink back into another part of the store and wait it out. Or I could do this. I quietly lined up behind her as I was truly ready to check out myself. She didn't see me line up behind her. The cashier was nearly all the way through her full cart of groceries when she did happen to glance behind her and see me. Her eyes flew open wide with surprise as I quietly smiled and waved at her. Her next move surprised everyone in line. She dropped her things immediately and bolted right out of the store, leaving all of her groceries behind. The clerk looked at me for some sort of explanation. I just smiled, shrugged my shoulders, and said that she had recently dumped me. The last thing I saw of her was her old gremlin trying hard to squeal the tires out of the parking lot. My last thought was that she had actually gotten and read the letter, read the, the letter mission accomplished. Many years after the introduction of Facebook, she friended me out of the blue. While I was shocked at this, I waited a couple of days before friending her back to catch up. Even my wife was curious to see where this was going. We caught up briefly online and turned out she was living on the other side of town. Because I really wanted to know the rest of the story, I invited her to have a drink with me, twice. She refused both times and about two weeks later, I unfriended her for good. As I went to sleep that night, I wondered what a better outcome might have looked like. Here's the better outcome. Ever since the invitation showed up in the mail, Jerry was both nervous and excited about the prospect of going to his 20-year reunion. While he did okay in school and he had a decent time there, he wasn't the brightest nor the most popular student in class. All of his high school friends had scattered to the winds after graduation. Keeping in touch with him proved to be difficult. It seems they just didn't write back as often as he'd hoped, and he vigilantly gave up and went on with his life. When it came to dating in high school, he just didn't. He was growing at an awkward rate, he was tall and skinny, had unfashionable plastic glasses, and a comb-over haircut. Plus, he was deathly afraid to talk to girls. Schoolwork talk with them was okay, but not comfortable. To make things more complicated, he had the same growing up feelings as all the popular guys. Puberty and all that came with it, such as a squeaky voice when he got excited. One girl from high school always stood out from the crowd, Mindy. She too was not popular, but everyone liked her as she was friendly and smart. Day after day, all of senior year, he sat two desks away from her. It might as well have been two miles because he was scared to death to talk to her. Of course, they said hi, but that's about as far as his shyness would take him. Once he got into college, he decided that it was about time to up his social game. He was voted into an executive position with the Residence Hall Association, and one of the perks of his RHA job was he actually got paid. He loved volleyball and joined an intramural volleyball team, too. 
Social media did not exist when they were in high school or even the first couple of years of college. Once it became more mainstream, he was able to catch up with his old friends and see what they had been up to. It was the same old story. Some made it well, some did not. Some even passed away too soon. In the mail one day, he got an interesting piece of mail. It wasn't a bill or an advertisement. It looked like it was an invitation to his high school reunion. He read it over a few times and finally decided that he would go. He had gotten older and wiser and was not so afraid of girls anymore. He registered online and saw that Mindy was going as well. The reunion was taking place at a fancy resort over the whole weekend with activities and events to go to leading up to the big party on Saturday night. He booked a room for himself and started taking stock of his wardrobe. He wasn't a fashion plate, but at least he wasn't going to look up, show up looking shabby. The week of the event, he made a visit to the fancy department store and got the help of a personal shopper. She helped him put together some smart-looking outfits that would not only work for the event, but for the rest of the year as well. You might be thinking the shopper was a woman? Yes, and surprising himself, he felt comfortable enough around her to tell her about the reunion and the girl that he was hoping to run into. Through the reunion webpage, he actually got a message from Mindy out of the blue. It said that she was looking forward to catching up with him. Now, he was nervous and excited at the same time. How could she have remembered him all this time and why? Didn't she like the other guys better? I wonder what she looks like. A million other thoughts went through his head. He arrived at the resort and after a nap and a shower he got dressed and went down to the opening reception. He thought he had changed a lot. However, his old friends recognized him at once. Much to his surprise, he was greeted warmly by all of his old friends. After getting a drink at the bar, he continued catching up with his old buddies. The tales and stories of the youth were now as big as the fish that got away. All of a sudden, he gets a tap on the shoulder. Turning around, he sees that it's Mindy. He is speechless as he looks at her, and she is now pretty more prettier now than she ever was in high school. What seemed like forever was just him trying to think of what to say and pick his jaw up from the ground. A few seconds later, she broke the ice with a warm hug and said that she had been hoping that he would show up. You've been on my mind for a while now, she said with a twinkle in her eye. Gathering himself up now, he got drinks for the both of them and they sat down in some comfy chairs a little bit away from the crowd. Finally, being able to speak, they caught up on old times, shared what is going on currently, and laughed and joked the whole time. He felt oddly more comfortable around her than he can ever recall. This was a big surprise to him, even after all these years. The conversation stalled for just a moment when she looked him straight in the eyes and asked, How come you never asked me out in high school? Wow, not the question he was expecting. However, he was now able to look her back in the eye and confidently tell her. I always wanted to, but I couldn't even spell girl back then, and I knew that I wasn't cool enough to ask you anyway. I wasn't popular, I didn't have a car, and I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have go somewhere with me on the handlebars of my bike or have my dad drop us off at the mall. They laughed at that, and she surprised him again. She said, 
He should have asked her because she would have been happy to go anywhere he wanted, Hindlebirds or not. Mind blown again. Right then, a few of her old girlfriends showed up, and in typical girl fashion, they jumped up, hugged and squealed in some foreign language that only girls know. I'll be back later. Don't leave. With that, she excused herself and ran off to meet up with the other girls. He continued to sit there for a moment, processing what had just happened. The boys came over to get the story. He told them, and in typical geek fashion, they were also amazed. Unanimously, they said he should go explore to see where this goes. The next day was Saturday, and Jerry was still reeling from what happened that night. What do I do about this? Where will this go? He had been stung a few times on other by the dreaded R word, rejection. It never feels good, and for the geeks and nerds in the world, it hurts even more. The, the event coordinator had arranged for a city ghost tour, so he signed up. He had heard that they had lots of fun, and you get to see parts of the city that you may not know is there. Much to his surprise, Mindy had signed up too and sat down in the seat next to him. They had a great time on the tour, and during some of the scarier moments, he found her holding his hand. It was electrifying to him and filled him with a feeling he hadn't felt before. Jerry wasn't sure where this was going, but he wasn't letting go either. The tour was now over, and with his newly found confidence, he asked her if she would be his date for the big dance that night. She said yes, and they went off to the rooms to rest and start getting ready for the night. He was sure to wear the cool outfit that the shopper had given him, chosen for him on this particular night. It was a pair of dark blue silk pants, a steely blue button-down, fun polka dot button bow tie, and a beautiful pair of wingtip shoes to finish off the outfit. Before going to her room to pick her up, he stopped by the gift shop and picked up some flowers for her. Feeling good about himself, he strolled down the hallway to her room. He knocked on the door, and she answered it wearing a long blue bathrobe, and her silver gray hair was up in a ponytail. Again, he was speechless and could not believe this was happening to him. Mindy pulled him in, shut the door, wrapped her arms around him, and gave him a kiss like he had never had before. He was feeling warm and tingly as he kissed her back, holding her face softly in his hands. She let her robe fall to the floor as she loosened his tie and unbuttoned his shirt. Shoes were off now, and twenty years of wondering what this moment would be like were finally upon him. As they fell on the bed, he felt a softness and warmth he had never known possible. Many hours later, they discovered that they had missed the big party. He had no regrets, as they were having their own reunion. Over breakfast the next morning, they discovered they had more in common than previously thought. They both agreed that they wanted to keep seeing each other to see where this would go. It turned out they really didn't live that far from each other, and weekend trips were certainly possible. As they left to go back to their homes, Jerry could not have had a bigger smile on his face as he looked forward to his new adventure. Six months later, they found themselves engaged to be married, much to the shock and delight of their friends and family. The ceremony was held at the same resort where they first got reacquainted.
This just goes to show you that you'll never know what life will throw at you. As long as you keep an open mind and are willing to take that leap of faith, life could be a hell of an adventure. The end. Hi, Dave here. Thank you so much for listening to my stories. I hope you got a laugh or a smile out of it. That always makes me feel good. Most writers, like myself, don't expect to get rich like the shows on TV always portray. However, a little bit of your donations goes a long way to keeping our creative fires burning. Just click on the listener support icon that you see on your screen to show me some love. If you don't see that for some reason, you can go directly to this site, anchor.fm forward slash David hyphen Lastinger forward slash support. Thank you so much. We appreciate that.